On New Year's Eve 2009, we decided to come up with goals, not resolutions, for the year ahead. We wanted to take control of our lives instead of sitting back and letting life happen to us or pass us by. Every year since, we've created a bucket list that encouraged each other and worked toward achieving our goals throughout the year. In 2012, we started to document our journey in our blog, The Great Goal Rush. I'm Chris. And I'm Lissa. And this is The Great Goal Rush Podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Chris and Lissa's Great Goal Rush Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Chris, and sitting next to me is... Lissa, top of the morning to ya! It's not quite morning. It's roughly in the afternoon. But it is. That was a really nice greeting. Thank you. How are you doing right now? I'm okay. I'm not annoyed at all. I sense <laughs> that you are very annoyed. You've had a pretty rough... Uh, Go about the past, I don't know, two hours. You want to talk about <laughs> no, that a little bit? I don't. I'm just annoyed. That's what I'm talking That's about. That's all. Do you want to? No, I don't. I don't want to get into it. All right. I'm just annoyed. Let's just say that. So you don't want to get into it. <laughs> no, I don't. But let's just say. I will just be very brief and say that I am a person who likes to plan and control the plans. And. Um, this has nothing to do with me. No. Okay, good. And just want there's just a lot of nonsense that's involved in some planning, something I'm planning. That's all. Bottom line, it has nothing to do with me, so I'm happy. <laughs> it has nothing to do with Chris, but he annoyed me because he was asking me, how are you? What's going on? And I'm like, stop being so nice, you yeah. jerk. Yeah, exactly. And then I pushed him out of the way. And then I started- I hear abuse. I started hate vacuuming. Yep. That's Okay. I just... It's constructive. I was being nice and considerate. Sorry. Stop being so considerate, you jerk. Yeah. Stop asking me questions about how I am, jerk. I actually found it entertaining. Of course. I, I Chris was, always... Like, Chris likes to see the world burn. Yeah, so world anytime, burning is awesome. Especially any, when I don't have anything to do with yeah, it. He likes to he likes to watch this nonsense unfold. Well, I'm sure people listening that are married, when their spouse is upset and they didn't have anything to do with it, (laughs) it's a win. And it's like, okay, fine. Uh, You can be upset. That's fine. But I didn't do anything, right? Okay, cool. You will be doing, you will be the cause of my annoyance soon enough. Don't worry. Mm, I understand that. But right now I'm not. So you are. It's it's, a victory. It's growing. Mm. Uh, Let's talk about last night. Let's talk. Last about. night, a goal was completed. Uh, it wasn't by me, but it was by Lissa. She experienced something uh, quite nice. Yeah, I experienced. <laughs> I was trying to be gross about it, but I've decided to not because I'm an adult woman. Okay. We be gross. Be gross. Be gross. <laughs> be gross. No. Be gross. I no. I'm not going. Be to. gross. No. No. I. Oh come on. No. It's a good joke. No. No. Um, we went to, I wanted to eat a T-bone steak this year, as all of you buff chihuahuas know. With CrossFit our, chihuahuas. I'm changing it up with our bucket list that I wanted to eat a T-bone steak. And I realized that I don't think I've ever ordered a steak from a restaurant. Ever. Uh, you I might not. Because I don't order steaks. I don't order steaks. I was vegetarian for a really long time. When I eat dinner, I don't, I never want meat and vegetable. I only want sides. And every single time we've gone to a, yeah, (laughs) uh, like if we go out to a nice place at night, or that happens seldomly, but let's say we go out to dinner with my family or your family. Mm -hmm. Like I remember going to Outback with your parents at some point in Mm -hmm. our long relationship. 
and everyone's getting a steak and whatever and I'm getting like baked potato soup like I'm just never that hungry for a huge meal at dinner time lunchtime it's a different story so that's why I've never really I've never ordered a steak anywhere because I don't go if I had it for lunch maybe but for dinner I want pasta or salad or soup something mm-hmm. like a little lighter anyway went to a restaurant which will be not will not be named on this podcast because they are not a sponsor. <laughs> well, let's just call it the let's just call it a meat factory. Okay. And we uh, ordered a T-bone steak, and it was uh, huge. It was twenty four ounces, mm-hmm. which is large for some. Yeah, and um, for a lot from it should be for most people. What's a for what, humans yeah, is for large. For humans right? is large. So, anyways, Chris and I split. And he seemed to got he got the flame in yon side. So we had this whole oh discussion about what I, the makeup of a T-bone steak is. I did a lot of research this morning, and Chris uh, wants to pretend like he's some type of like meat. No, it, this is what irritates expert. this irritates me about you so much. Is Lissa is the you know Lissa is the person that goes to the doctor because she has a pain in her pinky and says, "Oh, I've been reading on the internet, and I think I probably have cancer because of that." Like she. You'll read something for five minutes, and now all of a sudden you're an expert. Meanwhile, I have been eating steak for what seems like my entire yeah, but life. Yeah, you're not a butcher. It, whether I'm a butcher or not, I know flavor, uh, and I know taste. And so I don't want to hear you reading five minutes on something you saw on Wikipedia. It wasn't on Wikipedia. And then you say, oh, well, actually, I, I had this as well. Shut no, up. No, a T-bone steak oh, consists God. of filet mignon. It's on the right side. Okay. The st- some other type of steak. It is the cut of the beef. One, the right side of the bone is the f- what would be considered a filet mignon by itself. I was trying to make the point that mm, it is mm, a mm. more cost-effective approach to buy to get a T-bone steak. Let's say he and I are out and we're ordering a T-bone steak for of the table. Of course, I agree. It's more cost-effective to get a T-bone rather than us get separate filet mignon. Yes, I never argued that I feel point. Like that's what you were arguing. No, I didn't. Okay, so you we You clearly weren't listening. We agree. That's what I, oh, Yeah, oh, so we agree. This is another thing that she does. When she's wrong in a discussion, oh, oh, oh we agree, we're good. It's never you're wrong. It's just, oh, we agree. I'm not wrong. There, there it is. Uh, so continue. Anyway, we went. We had, we had steak. steak, and it was it was good. I had a couple of bites. I like it well done. So please stop judging everyone. Stop judging the fact that I don't eat my meat raw. Mm. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> and did you you enjoyed it? Yeah, it was good. I mean, I, I it's not my favorite piece of steak. Oh, is filet mignon your favorite piece? I go back and forth. Yeah, I would because say... then you enjoyed yourself filet mignon last night. Oh my god! See, this is what I'm talking about. This is this is kielbasa, I'm, and no, <laughs> this I is the am, story. Of when my we're day. off this, yeah. when we're off this, I'm showing you the diagram. Oh, thank you. Show me the diagram. That's great. Um, yeah, it was good. It was um, it was a good steak. I'm glad you had the chance to experience that. The funny thing I thought that you did was on Facebook, when you posted it, you said, I've never ordered a steak, you know, so on and so forth. You didn't order the steak. I ordered the steak because oh, you said, well, you ordered the steak. So don't pretend as though you were like, give me the T-bone, sir. <laughs> that you wasn't said even... nothing. You were like, I'll get some sides. I was the one who ordered I the said, steak. I said, I've never ordered. I And you still have never ordered. I've never. You're talking about semantics. Yes, I, I am. Mean, order it came out of my mouth i mean sorry i've never yep. eaten a steak at a restaurant well then maybe you should clarify that meal. on facebook because you are incorrect 
Madame no, Speaker. Not. Speaking of Madame Speaker, what would you like to segue? That's what I thought. Um, for the next couple of shows, at least, from time to time, I'm going to call us a Madame Speaker. Uh, and I'll let her explain why. Um, it's pretty cool. I'm so excited about this small little hurdle that I have jumped over. As I've mentioned before, I'm in a Toastmasters club, which helps uh, leaders and speakers, and I am neither one of them. So you join this class? This group to help helps. me with leadership through speaking. So can you explain that class real quick? Because I know I don't people don't know, know what it I, is. It's just a, it's a club, a Toastmasters club. There are chapters that exist throughout the world, and it's just a, a like a, an organized um, agenda during which the attendees are giving speeches and also doing impromptu speeches, like planned speeches and impromptu speeches. So it's for those who are want to work on their communication skills. Mm-hmm. And I've I joined at the end of last year because I've wanted to work on my public speaking skills for the longest time. And this was an opportunity that presented itself and I was like, you know what? I want to say no, but I'm going to say yes to it. So I said yes, and last meeting during the table topics portion, which is the impromptu part where you are called upon to speak about whatever topic is, you know, they bring up, I got up, I spoke, and then at the end of the meeting, I was awarded, I don't know the official title, but it was like the speaker of the day. Madam Speaker. Which is huge. Which is really good. And I can't even believe, and of course, as I mentioned to you, because I'm so warped, the first thing I thought, of, first off, I tried when the the woman, my colleague who was awarding me, I mean, there was no real award. She just said, and the person who demonstrated the whatever the criteria is, I'm staring in her eyes because I'm trying to be present. But also at the same time, I'm realizing that like 30 people are potentially looking at me. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. I'm trying for my face to not get red. And then I realized like, I'm just trying to be focused on her. Also going, did she get my name right? Like, is she actually talking about me? Did she mean to give this to me? Right, you didn't want a... Um... Because I was like, at all steps I realized that I, I believe that I'm an imposter, which is a real thing. I've also, I think I've brought this up before. You didn't want a moonlight situation? Moonlight? Yeah. Oscars, where they call up the wrong thing. And I'm like, actually, uh, Moonlight won. Sorry. So yeah, they're like, yeah. Lissa won. And it was like, wait, I thought your name was Lissa. Sit it's down. like a combination between embarrassment because I was the center of attention, but also like pride that I got this. And also, are you sure that you got the right person? Right. It was weird. Anyway, then I I had to get out of my head because I'm like, you're such an idiot. You need to stop. Like, just be happy this happened. Yeah. And it wasn't, they didn't mess up. They meant to say you. <laughs> Right. Like, why is that the first thing that my head thinks of? Well, I think the reason why it's so important that you mention that, and, you know, I joke about calling you Madam Speaker, but at the same time, I know your troubles that you have with public speaking. So for you to take this class and for you to improve the way you, you know, you say you've been improving, and obviously... Just to be recognized Be more comfortable, and you're recognized for, for it, is a really big deal. It's so huge. Congratulations, Madam Speaker. Thank you. And Chris bought me a bottle of the finest... Andre 3000. Andre Champagne. champagne. Was so, it $3? No, it was like $8.49. That's a don't, lot don't of money. Don't you dare disrespect That's Andre. That's a lot of money. Yeah, I know. So chill out on that. 
You don't have to go into our finances. My Sorry. God, what's wrong with you? Uh, so anyway, congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate cool. your support. And Chris is yeah. such a a pro and a natural at public speaking. No, and I'm just not. it's just I mean he's a teacher, so it makes sense that he went into that profession given his just pure natural abilities and skills I'm sure you've honed over the many years too. But I'm just kind of I'm I'm Yeah, this is not about me. This is about you. Congratulations. Okay, thanks. <laughs> So let's get How to was your week? let's get into the meat and potatoes. Let's get into the T-bone, the T-bone and, and potatoes. potatoes. My week was fine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's all I needed to say. We are here to talk about our favorite TV shows of all time. Now, why? It's a cool episode idea, I thought, because you can, if you really think about it, learn a lot from an individual by hearing what their favorite mm, shows were. I'm excited to hear what yours are. And honestly. Thinking about you and your favorite shows, Mm -hmm. you can most certainly figure out the type of person you are by the shows that you have on here. Well, since you see my list, because Chris forced me to write a list. I haven't your list. It's right here. I was looking at your numbers. I wasn't looking at your actual, your list. You see the details? Okay. No, I mean, I've I've got an idea. I bet you if you, you know, wanted to bet, I could list them. Can I I list yours? Not yet, no. Raw? No, hold on. Stop, 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 stop. (laughs) Stop. I was joking. Okay. Well, you shouldn't joke. (laughs) Um, So this is, I've spent a lot of time on this because I love TV. So I didn't want to forget a TV show and be like, oh man, I forgot that show. I actually wanted to mention this. So I went through a bunch of the things. Now, one thing I did, and we did it a little different. I went through my top five favorite TV shows of all time. And then I also thought about honorable mentions, of course. And then I thought about TV shows that I really enjoy, but they didn't quite make the list. Lissa decided to do another way. Can she I ha- share my process? Sure, go ahead. My process was, what are my favorite shows? Oh, there they are. That's it. And I had no, I have no number assigned. I have no order in particular. That's unfortunate. They're just my favorite shows. Yeah, well, that's unfortunate. So then Chris says, we sit down here, and Chris looks at me, and he's like, where are your notes? And I was like, what notes? Like I have five Every podcast shows in my, I have shows has show in my notes. head. I barely have five Sorry. shows. But Chris takes this very seriously because he takes TV, television viewing very seriously. Well, we're also not a janky production. This so isn't... I want I, I want to make sure that you have exactly what you're going to say and you're not like, uh, uh, I think I like, uh, oh wait, this. No. no, that's not how that works. And then so he's like, go in the other room like I am a student. Go in the other room and I write. did not say go in the other room. I didn't say any of this. What are you making? Okay, asterisk, asterisk, yeah. that any of this can be, this story can be exaggerated oh, to my yeah, benefit. Or all of it. So anyway, he takes his finger and he's like the ghost of Christmas future. And he's like, go in the other room. And then I sulk and go in the other room and write my list down. Don't come out until you and have he said, your you list. you have to have them ordered. And then I was like, I don't have an order. So I'm screaming from the other room. I don't have an order. This is stupid. Now, keep in mind, I was already annoyed. Oh, and so wait, is this true? <laughs> Are you well, trying this part to say is this true? true. <laughs> so I'm sitting in there, and I do not have anything written. I don't have anything on a piece of paper. And then, like a snake charmer, Chris in the other room plays this Quincy Jones, Ray Charles, Shaka Khan song, knowing that it is how he... Oh, it's going to get you out. It's going to get me up and it's going to make me laugh. And it did. And then I then softened a little bit. And I was like, maybe I can write this down. Yeah, see? And then I was like, I wrote it down, but I wrote them all 
I put one through five, and then in the same place I put five through one. So they could all, there's no order still. So I still won at the end of the day. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So I I think the best way of doing this is, do you have shows that are not on your list that you enjoy? Like, you know what? I really like looking at that show, but I wouldn't put it as my top five. Do you have any that you've just... I have honorable mentions that I've added to my list after you said you had honorable mentions. Yes. Okay. Uh, Would you like to... Can I... You want me to share my honorable mentions? Sure. We'll start with honorable mentions. My honorable mentions are Law & Order, colon, SVU. I was going to say, don't just say Law & Order because that's not cool. Because I But it has to be SVU. It has to be SVU. I can watch... I used to not like that show once Christopher Maloney left, but as it turns out, you and I got into it again last year. We started watching, I forget, the 90th season. 20th or 21st. And it was like we couldn't stop watching it. And then I binge watched it. By we couldn't stop watching it, it was (laughs) Lissa really couldn't stop watching it. I was like, oh my God, this show. Like, it brought me, like, I had a a new look at this show because I was so. Longevity. Yeah, I was just so into Maloney. That once he left, it was like, what's the point of watching this? It wasn't so much into Maloney. It was into the pair. They were really good together. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. That's the only reason why... He was the only reason why I watched Oz. Him and his five kids? But what about the five kids, though? And Oz? Luke Perry, Oz. Stop. So you don't even know <gasps> okay, what you're talking then, about. Okay, we're talking about... Exactly. You don't even know what you're about talking about. combinations of now you're in my top five. So get out of my top five. And my other honorable mention, Scrubs. Interesting. Why? Um, because it is a funny comedy, and I like it. It's lighthearted, and it's just a show that I've seen a billion times. Oh. Okay. Well, my honorable mentions, I have more. Of course you do. I have a lot. Um, so honorable mentions, I would say Scandal is one. Oh, God. Love Am I gonna, show. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> to have to judge you throughout this, too. You're going to roll your eyes. Scandal um, from start to finish? I, I Scandal had some of the best episodes of any TV show I've ever seen. They have some really, really good episodes. Now, I didn't put Grey's Anatomy. I didn't put Private Practice. But I will put Scandal up there because Scandal was really good. I oh, didn't hold put, on. How to get away with murder. Hold on. Are all of the shows on your list, do they feature Scott, Scott Foley? Foley? Yeah. No, it doesn't. My goodness. Chris so, has his oh thing. Oh, my God. Have Can I finish it? my honorable No, tins? because... People must know this before well, you talk about Well, how about, about we go through, shows. well, let's go through the shows and then you can mention this. Okay, the common denominator will okay. be Scott Foley anyway. and Chris's favorite um, shows. Another honorable mention is House of Cards. I think House of Cards was a really, really good season. Um, I thought the, you know, the first season, second season were probably better than all the other ones, but they were still, uh, it was a really good, just thrilling uh were you show. aroused? No. Okay. But it was really good. I have Martin, uh, which was an old oh, 90s. Uh, yeah, 90s. Nice. Yes, of course. 90s. Um, black comedy uh, TV show with Martin Lawrence, which was just fantastic. I still think about some of the jokes from time to time. Um, I really don't like Martin Lawrence as yeah. a comedian. Never did. Eh, whatever. Just saying. Just adding my two cents. I put In Living Color on here. Um, wow. And I put that on there because it was so groundbreaking and it was so different that I I remember being a little kid thinking, like, this is so funny. This was like the Flip Wilson, like, sketch. Flip Wilson? 
did you really have to like say it like that and look outside <laughs> as you said it? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it, this was. Are you 325 years old? Well, unfortunately. Wilson. Unfortunately, when black people only get, I don't know, a show every 40 years, like that type of comedy, yeah, I got to. And by the way, you wouldn't even know that In Living Color was with the Wayans family because when you look at it on the TV guide right now, it's, it's a Jim picture Carrey. of Jim Carrey. Yeah, well. Like he was fucking In Living Color. Excuse me. Excuse me. Please don't. I'm coming back. But also he was, if you could say that he is the most notable alum. So what? No, but like that's why. They it's also, not the okay, point. They also show Ian Ziering on 902NO's photo. That's so like, But that's the opposite though. Like that's so stupid. You're talking about In Living Color, which was all, you know, the Wayans brothers, Tommy Davison. Yes, Jim Carrey was a part of it, but he wasn't the star of the show. And he's the only face that you see for In Living Color. I think he's anyway. the breakout star of that show. Oh, because is no he? no one knew who he was, and then he had oh this he was the breakout. Well, I wonder why he had that. Well, I'm not saying that. Let's see. He wasn't why. the funniest on the show, and he was the breakout star. Hmm. Wonder. Anyway. Did you not enjoy Ace Ventura? Of course. Did I'm you not, not saying enjoy he wasn't Dumb and Dumber? He wasn't funny. He was definitely funny, but he was nowhere near being the funniest on the oh, show. Oh, sure. I don't disagree with you. Okay, moving on. Also, I still reference in Living Color because if something happens, I'll go, hated it. Yeah, I mean, and, there's like, so no many. There's, yeah, about. you've got uh, Homie the Clown, even with Jim Carrey and Fire Marshal Bill. My dad still quotes that. It's still hilarious. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, uh, Z Formation, Two Snaps Up. Oh, my, I mean, there's hated so much. Um, go on. Moving on, the Cosby Show. I'll just leave it like that. It was an iconic show. So, hold on. Let's uh, go into it. His his is pronouns, his, pal. What his, are you talking about? His, Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. His legacy is now tainted. I'd say <laughs> by raping dozens of women. Okay. Does that change the way you look at that show? You have to separate entertainment. I didn't say me. You. I'm saying in general. You can. You have no problem. And I'm not judging. What do you, you. mean? I have no problem. First of all. I'm not judging you. I'm saying, do you, do you, are, when you watch that show now. I can't you, watch the show now. Oh, so it sucks. My, that's my point. Yeah. So like, similarly, if someone that I really enjoyed watching, yes. I've discovered that he was a serial rapist, mm-hmm. I would also have a different view of. Yeah. I mean, it's hard for me to watch the show. Like, I want to watch the show. I remember all the times I laughed at the show. I remember thinking the show was so good. And now if I see it. It's hard for me to laugh at Bill Cosby. Well, I'm sorry. It It's hard for me to laugh at Bill Cosby. Like, I still laugh at Cliff Huxtable, mm-hmm. which is the person he played. But it is hard to, you know, kind of separate the two. So I just don't watch it anymore. But that doesn't take it away from being honorable mention. Okay. But Bill Cosby took it away from being an on, from being in your canon, your top five. Um, no, I still don't think it would be in my top five. Predator. Um... I also have Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Mm-hmm, it's a good one. It's a classic show. I don't have to go into it. I think everyone who's listening to this probably has watched at least an episode or two of that show. I should have put that because that show from beginning it was to awesome. end. It was awesome. I absolutely love that show. Great episodes. There are a couple episodes that are iconic and really oh funny. Oh my gosh. Um, I put Chappelle Show on mm. there because, again, another sketch, another type of show that. You like your sketch. Which is so comedy. different. And so funny. And again, 
to this day, we still think about some of the skits that were on there, and they're so funny. And last honorable mention. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. And last honorable mention was 24, because that show changed the game. Mm. That was really good. I've never seen that show. Well, Not it's one really episode. good. Especially, the well, you don't it's a really good to. show. I know, I know the details. Okay. I also have... Oh. The honorable mention's done. Um... And before I even get into like a real list, I just want to say that, you know, the longest running episodic TV show is wrestling. So there's no point for me to put WWE Raw because, of course, that's my favorite show ever. But I'm not considering this a sitcom right now. I'm considering that just on its own island. I put down a quick list of shows that I really enjoyed but are not on this list. And I'll just go through these really quick. I put down um, Game of Thrones. I think it's a really good show, but it's not one of my favorite shows of all time. Curb Your Enthusiasm, because again, really good show. Not one of my favorites, but I really enjoy it. How are these different than honorable mentions? Because they're not honorable mentions. I wouldn't put them on as like, they were almost on the list. They're just kind of on the later tier. Shows Shows that I, what did I just say? Shows that I really enjoy, but couldn't quite make honorable mention. Okay. Um... Sons of Anarchy and Homeland. I thought those were all really good quality shows. But for one reason or another, maybe they had like a really bad season. Like Sons of Anarchy had a season where he was in like Ireland. It was so bad. Homeland had a really bad season. So, you know, one perfect. But anyway, now we're down to the top five. So now we can get to our top five list. Uh, How about we just, since you don't have it in specific order... You How say a show, you, <clears throat> you say a show, explain why, and then I'll say a show and I'll explain why. But I have an order. Okay, I'll just start with where I started. Um, I, my, one of my favorite shows of all time is My So-Called Life, which is a one-season uh, show that felt like an authentic teenage experience. Claire Danes was the star of that show. It was about her high school life and friends and her conflict with her parents and just turning into a not not a girl not yet a woman and it was a short-lived series that should have been on for a long time i'm being critical you are not you can't be critical about one of my the best shows of all time oh yes i can two i don't know if i had a one but two (laughs) the cast was amazing the character ricky vasquez who Mm. was the he was her um her friend whose sexuality i don't know if he i mean he mentions he's gay on the show i'm just trying to think how he identified but either way it was like the first time a a character was depicted a high school character was depicted and was gay or um is that like a question mark (laughs) well i forget how he what he considers himself but i want to say queer because that's the word that 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 he would that he would probably be described as today but i don't know if that's the the word they would use at the time but either way it was a monumental groundbreaking show full of emotions full of laughs full of magic you know full of jordan catalano aka jared leto who hasn't aged a day since leaving that show. I disagree. I would you, strongly he, he disagree. He doesn't with eat that. sugar apparently. That's why he looks so good. I would strongly disagree with that number 1. Uh number 2 things like this shouldn't make me angry, but they do. 
you know, it's a cult following. And, like, it's really hard for me to say, yeah, that was a great show. It had one season. So what's that saying? Uh, die a hero or live long enough to see yourself as a villain. You you didn't have enough time for that show to even blossom. You had like 12 episodes and that's it. So it's like you can't say, oh, it was one of my favorite God, TV shows. No, it is one of it, the best shows. Only First off, I can say whatever show season. is my favorite you TV can. show, so get out uh, of my list. Of course you can. It's just so, t- when I hear, you know, even just looking at a God, list where it says favorite TV shows, it's like, it had one season. That show. You can't do that. It had one season. The perfection for a number of reasons. I ha- can't even get into it. It's perfection because it, you, the second season could have come around and been trash. It could have, but it wasn't. It ended. And, you know, ironically, can mm-hmm. I talk about another one on my list? Because it go, kind of goes hand in hand. No, not yet. Okay. Because you, you don't want to bury the Okay, lead, so there, so. Chris. Go ahead, Chris. Go with Okay, yours. so number five coming in on my list is going to be it's not going to be that popular with you because I think in your list is going to be a little bit further down. But number five for me is Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. It's a incredible show. It's funny because it took me the second time around to watch the show in order to enjoy it. I started watching Breaking Bad years ago and I saw the first two episodes and I was not impressed. And then I waited a year and I tried it again. I started from the very beginning and then like after the, I want to say fourth episode, I was hooked. And Every single episode, um, the way it's shot, uh, the scenery, the acting with some anyway, uh, it was just a really, really good show. And I enjoyed, I want to say almost every episode Yeah. Uh, for one reason or another. You get really, you know, involved with all the characters and I thought they did a really good job. And I'm a big fan of rooting for, you know, you've got a guy who is a good guy, but he's a bad guy. And, and, you know, do you root for him or do you not root for him? I really like shows like that. Anti-hero. Sure. I also, that show is on next on my list. That's and I, I knew will, it was going to be I will list. second what you're saying. I think it's actually one of the most perfect shows mm-hmm. from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. And that's all I'll have to say about that. It's a great show. Yep. And I think that's on a lot of people's list. Um, do I go into another no, one? No, because you just did two, so okay. now i got to do my... Uh, coming in number four for me is The Unit. Wow. That is a show that I know a lot of people have not seen or even heard of. That show is... <laughs> it stars Dennis Haysberth, and, and yes, it has Scott Foley Scott in it. Scott Foley. <laughs> it, yes. And so that's two shows with Scott <laughs> Foley. I'm just noting it. The Foley count. No. Um, you... You're a follicle. Wait, wait. Stop. It's a show about how would you describe it? Just it is about a special forces special forces unit, unit that does that stuff for the government. Does that carries out rogue missions? Around it was on the world. CBS, which is hilarious it because was, I don't watch CBS it really. It was written by or executive produced by David Mamet, who is a he's a playwright, mm-hmm. famous playwright. But the episodes were really good, suspenseful. Um, you like to see kind of like things that we don't know that happen for, you know, special forces or what they might do or some stories. But it was really good. And I tried to get you to watch it over and over and over again. And finally, last year, you started watching it. And I really enjoyed it. You watched every single episode. You know, I have this thing too with shows that I often can't watch them while they're peak. I think I've brought this up before. I can't watch them during the time that they're out, and I watch them like years later. Yeah. This is one of those shows. It wasn't that big of a show, but my point is that 
it's certain certain like topics are too close to me like this was a post 9 11 mm-hmm. tv show about war and at the time i wouldn't have liked it now i've it's there's some room there's some space between me and 9 11 and it's not so sorry it's, Go no just my point is that the show also for a show to be considered in my top the time it has to age well mm-hmm. and that show to me has yeah. aged well and the things about it that haven't aged well still have aged well because it was kind of a, a snapshot of that time. And it's not even, you know, obviously there's a lot of shoot 'em up type of stuff, but the dialogue is really good in that show. And again, Because of the writer. Yeah, sure. And you get wrapped up in some of the storylines. All right, so now we're on to your third show. My third show is Beverly Hills 9021. Oh, oh that's oh sucks. which I wanted to bring up with my so-called life because the reason one of the reasons my so-called life didn't last for a long period of time because of 90210 they apparently pitted them together or or pitted them against each other and there was no way that a quality program authentic programming like my so-called life could beat or even compete with the powerhouse that is the trash of 90210. Mm. And I say lovingly trash because 90210 is a trash show. That's all. I have seen, that's not all. I have seen <laughs> every episode at least 10, 15 times, maybe more. I'm not sure. So you just like it. It's enjoyable for you to watch. I will watch. I know if, if I could join a trivia club mm-hmm. that was just 90210, I would be the champion of the world. Mm-hmm. I know the most obscure, and most people trail off after Shannon Doherty left. That was like one of my favorite seasons was post Shannon Doherty college years. And even at the tail end, when it was legit bad and people were getting married and having babies, I still watched that show. I remember when that show was on and I remember it being hot shit and everyone loved it. I remember liking it a lot. I like I really enjoyed that show. We were just talking about things that aged well. Mm-hmm. That show did not age well. It is so bad. Certain themes in the earlier oh, shows my God. because it's the, so bad. Because the producer um a creator of the no. show. Everything is bad. No, the no, acting no. is bad. The no, plots listen, are bad. Listen. Everything is bad. So originally, I think... The 35-year-old trying to be 17-year-old. Can I talk bad. about like, my it's show? So bad. Can you leave your opinions about my show? Proceed, okay. madame. So anyway, the original... The original... I think the creator of the show is Darren Starr, who ended up creating Sex in the City. The producer was... Bad show. Um, uh forget the guy's name but he was only there for the first five or six seasons beyond that that's when it got really bad but i didn't actually get into the show so i was going to say to your point it had a lot of it hasn't aged well but in the beginning there are themes like abortion and pregnancy and breast cancer and teenagers having safe sex and teenagers abstaining from sex like those are timeless topics um i didn't funny enough i did not get into the show until i was in college so the show, I may have seen a couple of 9210 episodes when I was in high school and I graduated in 2001. The show was off in 2000. So it, the show had been off and that's when I got into it. So going back to that, theor- that, that theme of my life where I don't get into shows until after they're gone, the hype is over. I didn't get into the show until I started watching in college. Well, for me, I'm going to say this. Talk about what you love, not what you don't love. As sensitively as I can. 
I don't really like shows where everyone is not represented. And Beverly Hills 902-0, if there was a black person on the show, they played basketball. Or First off... Hold on, let me finish. First, can, I t- can I talk? It's because the, you're wrong there. Okay. I don't disagree with it's the problem, the diversity Or problems. there's the guy who's helping David out. He's a DJ. Or like there's always the stereotypical black person in the show. It's like this is just white life. And that's fine. I'm not criticizing it. But for me, it's like it's the reason why I don't like Friends or didn't like Seinfeld. There's no black representation in it. I, I hated it. I can't stand that stuff. Well, you now the same you, reason why you don't like shows that are like all guys you're like no, where it. the where the females no, i get it i'm i'm not saying i'm i don't disagree i'm saying i don't disagree with you the 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 representation of people of color were were very minimal but jordan he was a newspaper editor in chief at the neighboring high school and he was a black Student neighboring high school yeah, because was, their school couldn't have black people in it. it. Couldn't. And then remember the episode in which there were the other black guys who came to their school, and of course they were the thugs and were to get in trouble. No, yeah, you right. are not understanding <laughs> the plot line. Listen, we're not going into plot lines. Bottom line is there, were, I, it didn't age well. The racial, oh, the racial. Say we're not getting into the plot lines here. There's no point. No, I'm just saying that the racial representation has not aged well. You are correct. It's bad. All right. Number three. Well. Okay. Number three on my list. FX classic, The Shield. Mm -hmm. It is close to flawless as you can get for a TV show. Um, It's a crooked cop, crooked cops um, trying to do good, but at the same time, they do a lot of bad things, a ton of bad things. Um, Again, you get... Wrapped up into the storylines, you get wrapped up into each character. The ending was about as crooked as you can possibly get. Chris is treating uh, it's this tragic. Like it's Roger, he's Roger Ebert right now. Whatever. It's it's tragic. It's funny at times. It's really good, and Lissa hates it because I watch it all the time. I don't hate it. I just hate the beginning of the that song that they the, yeah, but it plays. the, the song. I've never oh, here's, seen the show. Here's the great thing about it. The song is. No more than seven seconds. It's just really aggressive. Maybe. Maybe. Probably, yeah, seven seconds. That's it. Um, but I love the show. Uh, Vic Mackey is one of the greatest TV characters of all time. Of all time, in my opinion. And it's a show that I can watch all the time. Cool. I love it. See, this is me not criticizing your choice that... I'm not criticizing your choice. I just said that Beverly Hills 902 and I just didn't age well. I remember, like I said, in the moment. Were you a Brenda or Kelly fan? And talking about like who looked the best? Andrea. Who looked the best? Yeah. It uh, Hold on. Now who or would then? You, well, at any point. Who? Then it was Kelly all day. Now not even wa- close. Who do you want to be? Who do I want to you be? Have who, yeah. Who, who do you want to be and who do you want to be with? That's That's always the discussion oh is it it is <laughs> is it the discussion who would i want to be like guy wise if i had to choose a guy you could be a girl don't gender... i would want to be uh brandon because Ugh. i think he was the most well-rounded Ugh. i didn't want to be i won't first off dylan was 40 years old trying to play a 17 year old and he always talked like if you this were brandon I, I would not be with you I, i'm just Brynn, why do you uh, he sucked 
Uh, Steve was a loser. I David was a loser. I didn't say who do you not like. This isn't an opportunity <laughs> well, for you just, to shit on a I'm show. I'm just saying. Just to shit on it. Okay, so, sorry. Who would I want to be with? Then it was Kelly. Now it would be uh, Brenda. Uh-huh. Yeah. Who would you want to be? I said Brandon. Okay, I would go with Jim Walsh. <laughs> I would say you're more Jim Walsh. Anyway, so. That's who you say I am. Yeah, you're like, so can I go on to my show? <laughs> No, who would you want to be and who would you want to be with? I don't have an answer to that. I you would can't wanna... ask me that question okay, and then I, I I'd want to be Claire, who comes in in season five. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, she was the Chancellor's daughter, and she was like a version of Andrea and uh, a wild Andrea, so she was smart and sassy, and mm-hmm. I aspire to be that. Mm-hmm. And then um, who would I want to be with? Was that what I asked myself? Mm-hmm. Are you? Um, none of them, because they're all a bunch of jerks. You got to answer. I'd want to be with Jim Walsh. Thanks. Okay. Or Nat. <laughs> He'd make a mean egg. Okay, so my next show. This is your fourth show. This is the fourth show that I love a lot, is I Love Lucy. That's all. I love it. Can you please no, explain? I like, I like the humor. I like the slapstick nature. I like the fact that it's a woman comedian. I like the storylines. I just, I think it's a, it's in especially considering how much time has passed. Mm-hmm. That show has aged really well. Again, you have these themes that are timeless and you, you know, if you have a problem with black and white, which some people do. I do. Then that's sure. the thing that ages it the most. Yep. But I, I, it's, the, the themes are still, like, the themes are still funny to this day. The humor. Yep, I think that's on. Uh, a lot of people would put that on their list of greatest shows of all time. Mm-hmm. My number two, coming in number two on my list. Number two, two, two. Yeah, two, number two, two, two is, and I really wanted to put this number one, but it's going to be number two is Oz. Mm-hmm. That HBO drama about a jail, a corrections facility, if you will. It was um, one of the first of its kind. Uh, 60 minute show. Um, gritty. Gritty, violent. Um, Christopher Maloney. Suspenseful. Shut up. Um, <laughs> I mean, really graphic, really violent at times. You know, goes into everything that you are scared to death about with prisons, um, goes into every ethnicity. Um, like issue in prison it's i know a lot of people won't watch that show or haven't watched that show but without that show you're not seeing the sopranos of the world or the game of thrones and and stuff like that they just they tackled so much with that and i i love a show that has a character that talks to a camera like talks to the audience yes and although this character did not talk to uh, the audience in real time during the show. They kind of had their own dialogue. And that show is, I wanted to put it number one, but just couldn't put it there. Fun fact. So it's number two. Edie Falco, who is Carmela on The Sopranos, was on Oz. That's a fact, but where's the fun? Also, fun fact, if you want to see 90210's Luke Perry's dingling, watch Oz. Because he's in it and he's his penis is showing. So it's a dingling and penis. He's a preacher, right? 
He is a preacher. And I think Chris purposely made me watch that episode because he was like, oh, look, Dylan McKay's dirk. And then I was like, ah, I don't want to see that. That's disgusting. I know that anyone who knows me knows I did not say <laughs> any of the such. I definitely did not say that. I think you did. Nope, I didn't. All right, coming in with your number one, because even though you did not list these as five through one, I guarantee you this is your number one choose. show. I Disagree with you on this that. This is your number one. But show. my one of my favorite top five shows is Dick Van Dyke, and to me, that show can make you laugh, can make you cry. It's tender. It's sweet. It's funny. Themes that have aged really well decades later. Just a great, wonderful show. Timeless again. So shout out to all the CrossFit Chihuahuas who are 70 and above who really love that show. Also, Dick Van Dyke <laughs> is in his 90s, and he is a superstar, and he just keeps on moving, and that's how he's And grooving, because so that long. man dances everywhere I, he goes. I read his biography, yeah. his autobiography. Yeah. He's just a gem of a person. He seems like a very nice human being. Activist, mm -hmm. just everything, everything about him. It will be a sad, sad day when he moves on. Yep. Yes, very sure. sad. And also Mary Tyler Moore, I almost added... That's another show that people... I almost think. added that to my list. I mm. should have actually. So when I was a child, I was a weird child, and watched Nick at Night, and they would replay... They would show the old shows that were old at the time, like like now they show Fresh Prince, which is Disheartening. really strange. Yeah. yeah. But they played, like a whole night would be Taxi. Mm-hmm. Then another night would be Mary, yep. Mary Tyler Moore. It. Then yep. another night would be Rhoda. And then another night would be... Um, I don't know, Bewitched. All of those shows I loved so mm -hmm. much. Mary Tyler Moore was up there, and she got her start on Dick Van Dyke show. She was just just a gem. And Mary Tyler Moore being a single journalist, or not a journalist, I guess she was like a producer at a network. Um, just a, That was a great show. I loved Rhoda, too. I loved all the spinoffs of that show. Mm. Anyway. It wasn't on my list, but I thought I'd mention it because I realized so that it should have so been like, on my list. So a show that you enjoyed but didn't quite make your well, honorable I, mention. But I, I, I watched it when I was a child and really loved it and probably watched it as a teenager too, but I haven't watched it in so long that I can't judge it. If I watched it right now, I could tell you whether or not it has stood the test of time, you know? Yeah. Like it's just been too long for me to give it my... Sure, I get that. ...my approval. Yep. On to your number one. My number one... You know my number one. Do I? Uh, you should. My number one is on your honorable mention. Mine is Scrubs. Scott Foley Camp. Um, I hope everyone has at least seen an episode of the show, but I knew within the first five minutes of that show that it was going to be one of my favorite. And I remember the very first episode when JD, main character, uh, is talking to Turk. And he was talking about a rap lyric. And he said, so when he mentions, you know, the N-word, can I say that? And Turk looked at him and was like, no, you can't say that. And that humor I love. Mm -hmm. So I knew then, I'm like, this show's going to be great. But they have a lot. That show has tons of interracial, like, humor, relationships, yeah. um, a bunch of just that show is so fun. Also a timeless show. Unlike Will and Grace, you watch that show, the older the episodes oh and it's, it, it's Will and Grace too, is dated. Yeah, it talks about politics too much. Yep. Scrubs is the show that anyone, anywhere, yep. any walk of life can enjoy. Anytime can enjoy. It's it's a show about 
young interns um, becoming doctors. But also life and death. And, and life and death and relationships and But really cultures. well really well done and funny. I absolutely love the show. I, to me, that is my favorite show of all time. Mm -hmm. With the exception, and I have to put this caveat in there, I'm not including the last season. Because the last season that well, you don't even that's not well, even Well, I do need to I do this. need to say it. And this is why I wanted to I almost put Oz number 1 as opposed to this. The last season they tried to do one of these where, you know, most of the main characters weren't in it and they had another lead character. It, it was so bad that it almost knocked it out of number 1 spot. So I don't even consider that. That's like in the trilogy Godfather 3. We don't talk about Godfather 3. You talk about the first one and the second one. You don't talk about the third one. Well, I don't talk about the last season of Scrubs, but every other season and how they wrap the show up, uh, I thought was really, really well done. And there's, it's another show that every episode that I watch, there's going to be at least a part or two that I'm laughing out loud. And there's some episodes where I am still like rolling on the floor laughing. Would it's you like hilarious. to know my favorite episode of Scrubs? Sure. It's the one, the Wizard of Oz themed episode. Of course. God, that is the most perfect episode. It's All of the references. Well written, yep. oh, it's that's a really sh I should have just said that's my favorite individual show yep. of all time. Yep. It's not, but I could say that. That is a really good episode. May I post to you, now that we've gone through our list, and I appreciate you sharing your heart with us, because really, these television shows are your heart and your soul. So I have two questions for you. Okay. Um, one... Oh boy, they're gonna be so stupid. Who, which Scott Foley is your favorite Scott Foley? The unit. Okay, that was a quick answer that uh, I was not it's expecting. Easy. Yeah, I know you weren't. Scandal. Nope. Okay. Um, my other question was: you mentioned at the beginning that you can tell a lot about someone by yeah. the shows. Mm -hmm. What can you tell about me based on my selection or what could you tell about yourself based on your selection looking at your shows uh, you're an old soul so you like um shows with meaning shows with themes shows that are timeless um things that are still relevant today obviously that's timeless um that's what i would say about you mm -hmm. i mean looking Except at yours yeah that's trash. you know that's trash but that's a hate watch or something that you enjoy, but I Love Lucy, Dick Van Dyke, My So-Called Life, um, even Breaking Bad. Like, you have shows that really show the type of person that you are. So I think the better question is for you to say that, like, after I told you my list, Breaking Bad, The Unit, The Shield, Oz, and Scrubs, what would that tell you about me? To me, that tells me that you like action. You, you're about action. You about want to, that action. You about that action. You want to be entertained. You like characters that are conflicted in their decision-making torn. You like an anti-hero, which I've already brought up. I love that. Um, you like a... Huh. Kind of a corrupt... You like corruption? No. You like kind of like seeing behind... Because like... Ultimately, Breaking Bad, yeah, Shield. I mean, sure. It's about corrupt. An Oz, right. same yeah. thing. It's about corruption. Yeah. Yeah. Godfather, or not Godfather. Um, Sopranos didn't make your list. No, no, especially since even with this rewatching, we're, we're watching it again. There are some things that are still very dated, and you want to talk about black representation on that show? It's it's terrible. It's really bad. And looking at it, 
Um, How's Game of Thrones? Again, now, non-existent. But also, when I look at Game of Thrones, it's a made-up world. That's bullshit and a bullshit excuse. No, you're right. No, 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 no. You're absolutely right. In a like, made-up world of anything make else, up a brown right? person. Exactly. There are there are like at least when it's based on historical right. there, reality. Yes, there are characters that are brown in the show, and I'm not saying that my show has to have black people represented. I get that, but looking at back to Sopranos, looking at Sopranos and seeing every single time they mention a black person is either with a slang term that is very offensive, or you want to talk about a show that if a black person's on it, they are playing a stereotype. My God, that's up there. That's that's up there. So no, that didn't make my list. And The Wire didn't make my list either because the second season was trash. I've never seen The Wire, and that might be something that I have to add onto my list of uh, to really understand and it, this world. And it sucks, unfortunately, now because it's been so long that The Wire is about phone tap. So <laughs> and like looking at that now in 2019... I can still appreciate it. Yeah, now. you can, but it's it's one of these things where it's like, oh, they've... They've got to drop their phone and throw it away because, you know, they're going to be tracked. And now it's like they'll track you no matter where you are if you have one bit of a, you know, device on you. I get what you say, though, about thinking about being represented in media. And that's I have a hard time, actually, with shows and movies. I've always had a difficult time because I never felt that either whether it's my not that my physical appearance wasn't re- recognized or acknowledged but Females. i never felt that my experience generally was was on screen and i could never i never could relate to someone like exactly. women are often just yes. they're an afterthought and yes. they're the whore or the mother or there was never a there's you want to see yourself in yeah, it yeah there are a few characters that i could relate to and again to this to this day, that's why I don't watch. I don't go to the movies. I don't watch a lot of movies for that very reason. I feel like they are. Um, it's just not interesting. One-dimensional representations of women or people of color or, um, you know, gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender. Right. The whole thing. It's like when you're represented. If, when you are just a, a supporting character in yeah. a universe, it's not. No. It's not really that fun to watch because it's like here, here it is again. Like, right, you can you can always see yourself in other things and yeah. other people. Like I can see myself in like white characters. I'm not saying no, that's, that. That's not it. It's, yeah, it's just like, it's nice to see people who look like you and they're in the star role or they, you know, they're more they're they're not the buddy of the white guy character. Right. Yeah. They're they're not they are the main character. They're not just the they're they're not the afterthought. Yeah. And that's and also and that just. Like the writing of some a character who is an afterthought is obviously not as good as the person. Of course, because so they're not like, putting the time in. So I don't so like it. Anyway, I appreciate the fact that our TV and movies are becoming better representations of a variety of different characters and not just one type of person mm. and one experience like your most of the shows we watch are through the lens of a very specific type of person's eyes and i appreciate the fact that it that is that is eroding there i mean that's there's plenty of examples of that still existing but i appreciate i appreciate the untold stories and the 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 stories that are um you know not through the default lens of White America. Well, I mean, if you look at my list, the only show that I would say is like all white would be Breaking Bad. 
I really think it's hard to not put that on the list because the show is really well done. And there are black characters, especially if you consider um, Gus, I don't know his real name, Giancarlo or whatever his mm -hmm. name is. Uh, and he was in Do the Right Thing, and I know he played a black guy during that, but my point is, it's tough. Being a minority looking at a lot of shows, it's tough to say, you know, hey, you know, you really like, you remember that episode of Friends? It's like, no, I don't, because I never watched the show, because it didn't relate to me. Sorry. Seinfeld, same way. Wow, interesting. I mean, I can go into it, but you don't want to go down that dark road. You really don't want to go down that dark road. I just, that's how I feel. Thanks for opening up your soul. This is not your, my soul. I'm just kidding. Of your TV shows. That being said, kick the would you rather. Oh, I, one of these days, I figured we wouldn't do a would you rather. We're going to do it all the time. Because that's what we're doing. Would you rather have sex with Bryant Gumble or I'm Bryant Gumble. Larry David? You can answer that question. Larry David. He's funny. He's he he seems like he'd be tender. Can I just abstain okay. from the question? Um would you rather I can't even, I have can't even sex think with uh Jessica Rabbit or Daphne from Scooby Doo? You go ahead and answer the question. I do have. To, I don't even know who Daphne is. So hold on. All right, Jessica Rabbit for me. Do you know? No question. Daphne, Scooby. Oh, I'll have to go with that by default because she's like the sexiest cartoon of all time. Right. I do like a red. Oh, they're both redheads. Um. That's all. That's. That's all. Just I'll stick with that. All right. That, that was special. Good. All right. Um, that but... was more. That was more sharing my soul than. Than your TV shows. shows. Yeah. All right, folks, that's going to wrap up this podcast. We appreciate everybody listening to the show. If you guys have any questions or if you can help us with any goals, please reach out because that's how we are able to complete our goals. If you have any questions, don't ask them because I don't want to answer them. I just said. No. you No. So if you guys have any questions, ask me. And if you... If you, don't, if you have any questions, keep them to yourself. <laughs> if you have any questions, ask me. If you want to not get a response, ask Alyssa. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, have a great day or night, whatever you guys are doing, and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Visit www.greatgoalrush.com for our bucket list archive. And if you want to follow us on social, you can find us on Facebook at Great Goal Rush. Thanks for listening.